Hello and welcome to the But Is It Gay podcast. We are Ariane and China, and together we watch way too much gay stuff. But sometimes we also need to ask the real question when someone tells us to watch something. The question that we should all ask: But is it gay? With this podcast, our goal is to answer that question for us and people like us. From obvious shows and movies to the not so obvious, we want you to create the best cue possible and watch everything that is gay. Our hope with this podcast is to create something where we can talk everything and nothing, whether you've seen it or not. We want you to feel like you're part of this. So, without further ado, let's begin. And we're back! Yay! After a week off, I mean, for us it was more than a week, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a week. You had yeah. a week off <laughs> from hearing us complain all the time. <laughs> listen, listen. We we won't. I mean, maybe we maybe won't do that this episode. Yeah, maybe a little, bit, maybe a little bit, but like. Yeah, it won't be outward levels of uh, complaining. I love how we complained so much about the outward, and yet, like every Sunday, we just spend the night every texting Sunday. while I watch it. Yeah, yeah. For, for people that don't know, right? So, uh, for me, I watch Gen Q on Fridays because yep. it releases on streaming. Nope, and then. You watch on Sundays. Sundays. Everyone else. <laughs> so on Fridays, I'm like yep. texting. Spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> but like with every like spoilers without actually like telling what's happening. No, you're just stressing me out the whole day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Because <laughs> then, like, sometimes like I'll watch on Sunday because I know what's gonna happen, so I know. Oh what my you're god. And, like, now it's moving on Mondays, so I'm like, is it going to move for me, too? Like, I don't want to wait on Mondays. Yeah. God. But anyways, we're talking about Euphoria. Today. Yay! <laughs> Euphor- word, no. Euphoria. Euphoria. Um, this is going to be a good episode. I, yeah, that show is, it's something. I'm stressed for season two. Like, really? yeah, I'm just scared of where they're going to go after those two specials. Like, yeah, those two specials changed a lot, right? Of the, like, story you could tell. Like, so. Yeah. Especially for Rue. Yeah. Um, and we're going to get, we're going to get into all of that. Yeah. Um, but if you've been living under a rock. Um, yes. What is Euphoria about? Euphoria is a show created by Sam Levinson. It's on HBO. So, I, I mean, if you've seen any HBO show, then you know um, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> HBO yep. shows are a lot. Um, but it's a teen drama. Um, and you have your main character, Rue, who basically is the narrator. But Rue uh, is a recovering addict. Um who I mean throughout the show (laughs) you can tell that she is not a good source for a lot of Mm -hmm. things um and that plays out you know kind of near the end of the show where you realize like "Mm, some of these things you said Rue aren't adding up yeah um and so it follows her and uh some of her friends I mean some of them are her friends um but her her peers, her high school peers, um, and she meets this girl, um, love love of my life. <laughs> uh, Hunter Schaefer plays Jules Vaughn, uh, who moves into town, and from there things get very messy, mm-hmm. um, involving the, those two directly and indirectly. Um, and yeah, I I love Euphoria. Um, largely because of the cast mm-hmm. um but like i have issues <laughs> but yeah I, I i think that the acting um saves it a lot mm-hmm. i honestly started that show just for zendaya mm-hmm. <laughs> and then i was just like holy crap like as someone who's dealing yeah. with 
depression and anxiety like it was triggering a lot of times but like it also felt like you could tell that sam is writing it from a perspective where he experienced it yeah so like yeah it's very important for yeah yeah i have issues with some of the stories but also i'm like it's like i remember like the discourse about it being like oh it's so not realistic no teenagers are doing this i'm like i'm sorry you are not saying this about gossip girl like i'm like they never claim to be like the portrait of like (laughs) what high school is like we know it's not yeah so i'm like I just yeah, that, not for everyone we should say not for everyone yeah it's a show like i'm like i'm not watching it for realism like i know they're not mm-hmm. high school students like yeah but it's just the characters in that show to me make it yeah like sometimes the story's not for sure. perfect and like i have issues with some storylines but like just the characters and like i'm just like mm-hmm. i will die for you like yeah love you until the end of my days like and I think yeah. that's, like, the the wonderful part is that, like, I think for a lot of us, we look at a show and we see them, like, as teenagers. These characters are teenagers and they're making mistakes mm-hmm. and we want, to, we want to root for them. Not all of them because, I mean, <laughs> Nate. <laughs> but Nate is, like, the, like, when you think about it, that show would be so fucking boring without Nate. True, true. Like, yeah, he absolutely. is, like, as much as I hate him, he mm-hmm. also, like, his story is so interesting to me. Because yeah. he's so, he's like, it, and, like, it's all rooted in, like, self-hatred and, like, it's all rooted in, mm-hmm. like, toxic mescul- masculine. Oh, I can't say that word. Masculine. <laughs> wow. Yes, that <laughs> word. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's gonna be one of those days. Um, so, like, it's it's so interesting to watch and also like seeing the way uh jacob plays him and like Mm -hmm. that scene in the final episode where he's just smashing his head like i was like holy crap my guy needs therapy like (laughs) it's so good and like you can see like it's all rooted in his dad Mm -hmm. and like like a young age like from a young so, age yeah he saw things he should not have doing. seen yeah 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 and that, that i mean at that age that's only gonna do one thing to mm-hmm. you. that's gonna fuck you up i mean mm-hmm. and and you can see that because i mean I, and i'm in no way defending nate because i mean at the end of the day he <laughs> he's smart enough he's very smart mm-hmm. he literally blackmailed someone to take the fall for something that he did um but like you can you can see just how much if he just got like proper support and love he could be a completely different person yeah but like he chooses to be this again like it's so interesting that you say that because you look at rue who has had love and support and look at her like it's not like it's like sometimes it's just who you are no matter how much Mm -hmm. love and support you have so like it's such an interesting contrast right like that that show does yeah yeah and like even jules like her dad is so supportive but then she does stuff that i'm like oh man the woman like you need to you need to stop like stop (laughs) Yeah. And that's what I, I love about, like, the specials. And again, we're going to get into those. Yeah. Like, we take a deeper dive into... Into those, those characters. characters. Yeah. Um, and and it sort of puts things more in perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, especially the Jules episode. For Jules, like, yeah. I, I love Jules. Um, and I will defend her with my life because mm-hmm. I'll never forget people like trying to yeah, they were making her the her villain yeah yeah like her and Nate were even on the same level like, yeah you know, this is a teenage girl who is dealing with yeah her mom being an addict yeah that and, episode you know, yeah someone depending on her mm-hmm. you know yeah and uh, she's, like she's making mistakes she's she's going through uh, you know something that 
I feel like people don't talk about enough where, you know, the male gaze is something that's incredibly scary where she wants to be wanted. Mm -hmm. She wants this form of, you know, affection um, that is dangerous Yeah. um, sometimes. And I think that for a lot of trans women, uh, they they have this this sort of experience, you know, um, where they get like taken advantage of, you know, with Nate's dad character. I always forget his name. I, I know the the actor's name. Um, <laughs> it's Cal <laughs> Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. They get taken advantage of, um, and so it's just like the only the only thing that jules is doing wrong is like being terrible at being consistent yeah and and communication she's Um, horrible at communicating yeah like she's being a teenage girl yeah dealing with her own issues yeah um whereas nate is abusive and he is yeah yeah (laughs) like like he is a trash bandit we know why he's a trash bandit Mm -hmm. but like he's a a terrible person and he knows Um, that he is like he's not like lying to himself like Mm -mm. he knows the shit he's doing is wrong but he doesn't care because it's he's he's the center of his own world like it's i love it like it's a like i i hate nate but i also love him because he makes that show so interesting like when you look at the show he's like the third lead really he's the male lead yeah but he's really the third lead because it's rue and um jules and then it's him yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's yeah like euphoria really took me by surprise because i didn't think it was gonna be like that like yes it's a lot of visuals and i think that's yeah. why like the the specials were so surprising because it was mm-hmm. so toned down but like yeah. the very different tones yeah yeah but like they like you look like look at euphoria like it's been like a style like you look you see uh, the aesthetic and you're like oh that's from euphoria like you just know mm-hmm. which is really like it's a good thing to do like i remember watching the pilot and that scene where she's high and like yeah. she's walking on the walls and i was like how the fuck mm-hmm. did they shoot that and then you look behind the scene <laughs> And then they're like they actually build a rotate like rotating room. I was like they're fucking yeah. insane. Like, and it's again, a lot like of fun. This what I'm talking about is a lot of fun. Yeah, but like some people are like, oh, the oh, the silent is over the top. But I'm like also like it's Rue's. We're seeing it through Rue's eyes, so mm-hmm. it makes sense that like it's so over the top because she's a teenager yeah. dealing with withdrawal and also just wanting to be high all the time. Like, yeah. so. It's, yeah. And, like, as Sam has said uh, in one of the many behind-the-scenes videos that they do for the episodes, um, Rue is an unreliable narrator. So, the whole time (laughs) the season was happening, I I was taking everything, like, oh, yeah, okay, what she's saying is true, like, this is what, and then the... I guess we're going to talk about the specials no matter how many times. Like, we'll talk about it later. But when yeah. the special happens, and she's like, we talked about getting tattoos. And it's like, did you do it? She's like, fuck no. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. You told me and you did. So I was like, <laughs> so nothing that happened in season one, we are sure that happened. Like, that's so, like, yeah. it's it opens such a door where I'm like, mm-hmm. right, is season two going to be from her perspective too or like from everyone's perspective? And now we're going to see, like, the true personalities of some of these characters because, like, you look at Casey, Casey is super t- toned down. Like, yeah, she does shit, but like compared to like other characters, I'm like, is that just how she sees her? Yeah. Or like Lexi is really in the background in the season. We know she's gonna have more of an important character like character arc in season two. That was already said. But I'm like, it's just because Rue sees her as like her background character. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's gonna be interesting now that we know that she's actually lying about a lot of shit. There's a train going by, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm interested to see, like, how much, like, totally different season two is going to be. I I feel like that would be the the smartest thing for them. Yeah, because now we know that she's lying to us. Yeah. Yeah. And then also, it's just like, 
it would be impossible to to go into the second season knowing what we know um, and still being like, okay, we're going to keep the narration through Rue's eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, when, like, now we have these established characters, um, you know, because in, in the first season it kind of felt like Rue was introducing us to these people through her connection, yeah. you know? Um, no matter how close or not close they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting. Um, but also, speaking of uh, Lexi, I... I love Lexi. I love Lexi, <laughs> which is really interesting I because I, I rewatched season one right after the specials aired, and Lexi mm-hmm. is almost not in the show. She is so small of a character, and yet we yeah. all love her. Like, I don't see anyone online being like, fuck Lexi. We all love her <laughs> because she's such a supportive friend. And I'm like, Rue gives her no attention. But, like, not at all. And I'm like, it's such a, like, that's why, like, when they announced season two, they had to say, yeah, we're going to have an episode with, uh, like, a Lexi episode and a Fez episode because we all became obsessed with them. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> but, yeah. No, I love like, Lexi. Lexi is, like, that quintessential, like, best friend. And also, no matter if people agree or not, um... I, th- there's just something underlying with Lexi that I hope that they address. I mean, she's in love with Rue. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm like, sorry, like, <laughs> I'll say it. <laughs> I'll say it. There's like the eyes, the looks. Yeah, like, that like not her character didn't get like a lot of interaction last season, but like the moments that you see, um, I think it's in the episode where they're in a classroom. And uh, Rue is in the back with um, Jules, and Lexi mm-hmm. looks back yeah. at them. And, and it's not in a, like, oh, what are they doing kind of way. It's a longing kind <laughs> of look. Like, it's, I don't know if it, that's just how, like, I don't know if Lexi's written that way or if that's how. In mod plays her, yeah. Is, is playing her, but, like, it's, it's very, it's giving very much so homosexual, and yeah. I'm here for it. Um, yeah no honestly i agree like and like it's interesting i remember like the discourse online being like because let's be real jules and rue mm-hmm. are toxic as fuck yeah i love them i would die for them but they are toxic mm-hmm. and a lot of people are like rue is going for the girl that she wants and not the girl that she needs and that girl is is lexi like lexi is that bitch who's always there and she's always in the background and literally peed in a cup for For you and like my (laughs) and like my favorite thing is when you were finally starting to see like their friendship like in the episode where like rue is out of it where they're like doing the um the detectives yeah lexi was just there like we understand that like it's just rue going off but lexi was there the whole way she was supporting her so much Mm -hmm. and i'm just like that is such a good friend and, like, it's such an interesting... Also, like, I love, like, seeing Lexi and, like, you see the contracts with Ke- uh, Casey. But also you yeah. see, like, in the Casey episode, how close Lexi and Casey are. Like, they share a room. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, this is, like... Yeah. I Like, it's the character dynamics that I think keeps bringing me back to this show. Yeah. Because, like, every character, like, yeah, they're not, like... not Some of them are closer than the other, but then you have, like, the the prom episode where they're all together all the girls are together mm-hmm. so i it's so funny because like some of them haven't even really like talked that much <laughs> yeah but you can tell like because we're seeing it from ruth's perspective yeah we don't see everything like so mm-hmm. it, i love it i'm just like it's it, it, there's a lot of, that they can do with season two and i'm interested to see where they go yeah because there's literally so much they can do. Also, I feel like the there's like a varying degree of like best friends, quote unquote, on the show. So of course we have uh, Lexi and Rue, um, mm-hmm. and Rue and Fez. But like you have Casey like and 
yeah. yeah. But, like, I feel like we don't talk about, like, the friendship that we, like, get introduced to with Nate and McKay. Yeah. Um, because, like, I feel like if there was anyone that was going to be like, hey, Nate, you're fucking weird. <laughs> it should have been him. But like, my thing is, McKay wants to be the alpha, but he's really not, right? So yeah. Nate is clearly the alpha in that relationship where he's like, like McKay is going to do whatever Nate says. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not surprised. It's sad because, like, you can see, like, with like the whole football thing, mm-hmm. like, and feeling the pressures of like being quote unquote the man. Um, yeah. And like that whole that whole like really terrible scene where um, his his uh, I, I guess other teammates bust in on him and uh, Cassie. Casey. Yeah. Yeah. That scene is so hard to watch. So hard. Like, physically see him, like, struggling. Yeah. To, like, put himself back together. Yeah. Um, Because, like, I I feel like he's, apart from, uh, what's his name? Um, Him and Kat. Oh, God, what is his name? Uh, Oh, uh, Patrick? Is that his name? Eaton. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, The the good one or the other guy? The guy that... The good one, yeah, Eaton. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Apart from him, like, McKay wants to be a good guy. Yeah, he does. But, like, and that's why, like, I like his character, and I hope that um, we get to see more of him next season. Mm -hmm. Like, he's struggling with a lot of things that I feel like... uh, we we should be talking about more in that like the ways in which like we try to well guys try to like manage toxic ma- masculinity um and, yeah. and like these like roles that are placed on like us in general but especially men because like he just wants to have a good time he just wants to be yeah. with his girlfriend but, like, those things get blurred up so quickly when yeah. you have so much going on. And then K- she has her own things going on, too. Mm-hmm. Um, which, uh, it, it's just, there's so much going on in the show where mm-hmm. you feel for everyone. Yeah. Um, because, again, they're teenagers and they're making mistakes. Yeah. I'm like... but. The- the people that we don't make excuses for are the adults. Is Nate. <laughs> Nate, fuck him. Oh my god. Cal Jacobs is the worst. He is the actual enemy. He's yeah. the actual villain. He, yeah. Because yeah. like, if we think about it, like, if Cal, I mean, not only, like, wasn't out here making whole videotapes of him like sexually abusing young people Mm -hmm. you know that's one thing and then by extension you know nate would probably be far better off he'd probably be like still annoying but he wouldn't be hopefully as abusive or abusive at all um but then you know his interactions with jules um oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> that would that those those two things are why the events of this first season are happening but like it's so. also so interesting to look at a character like maddie who's so intelligent yeah. like they show that maddie yeah. is like intelligent she knows what she's doing but then she's in love with this abusive piece of shit and she cannot quit him yeah. no matter how many people tell her to go She's like, no. And it's so, like, it's interesting that they're doing, like, this storyline with teenagers because we never see that, like, abusive relationship told with teenagers. But, like, she knows he's bad. She knows he will hurt her. But she's like, I love him. So, yeah. And, like, he's such, he's also such a good gaslighter. Well, like, like, he says shit and I kind of believe it and I'm like, no, he's a piece of shit. (laughs) 
if if gaslighting were an Olympic sport, he would Nick win. Would be yep. a gold medalist. Yep. <laughs> he yep. would be a gold medalist. Like it's scary. Yep. It's scary. Also, I we we should also mention that like Nate is on Grinder, which is how like him and Jules get connected because mm-hmm. Jules, like he's all whole different person he's catfishing uh, did you finger. pick up like before they revealed it, that it was him i was shook yeah yeah i was like because excuse it, me it made the most it made the most sense i thought it was going to be someone we hadn't met that would have that would have been interesting but and like, then they I were like nope it's nate jacobs i was like yeah. excuse me <laughs> Uh, and it just, uh, it just adds on to like the whole like narrative of like Nate. You know he's a shitty person, but like on the inside, deep down on the inside, um, there is a person there that yeah. has you know feelings um, other than manipulation. Uh, yeah, is, it's so interesting to think about because we don't see that with him and Maddie unless he wants something or he wants something under wraps you know whereas with Jules like he showed genuine before he knew it was Jules which is a whole other thing before he knew who really Jules was yeah um he was perfectly fine living in this fake reality that he was creating yeah um where he had like no worries he didn't have to think about his dad he didn't have to think about you know football or just any of the things that are bothering him yeah but like you take that out of the way and he's he's a literal asshole he is (laughs) it's it's so funny to think about yeah i just there's so much about this show that I'm just like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. And I, okay, so to get into like my main issue of the show. Yes, go um, for it. You know, I I grew up watching Skins. So like mm. launchy like teen shows are like nothing new. Um, and I feel like they're never gonna like stop doing those things. And, like, while it it's, like, weird because, like, you have these very explicit scenes with characters who are teenagers, um, I feel like that also becomes a problem when you have a character like Kat who, you know, the framing, there's, there's not enough framing around her character that, you know, sex work is fine you know it's it's completely fine but like as a as a teenager Mm -hmm. it's not um there's not enough framing around that and that's my issue is that yeah we you have this character who is considered the fat character right yeah um you have them doing this in a way where they want to be body positive and they want to love their body but like there there was another way to go about this or at least a way where you address that as a teenager doing sex work isn't okay um this isn't the sort of you know empowerment that we should be putting out there there's not enough people doing that on the show where they're keeping her accountable which i mean plays into like the whole thing of a lot of people on the show aren't being held accountable but like yeah this specific thing if they were going to address anything i feel like they will they will next season just because of the way her story ends with like the the mm-hmm. ma- the man who her dad works with finding out who sh- like what that it's her. Yeah, I feel like they're gonna have to address it, but I agree. Like they should have addressed it, especially when you think like it's produced by Drake. Like, yeah, which is like, a whole <sighs> like other thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I agree. It's just like. But at the same time, I'm like, it also makes sense for Kat to do this because, like, she's she discovered sex wrong. Like, when you yeah. think about it, like, her first experience with, with sex was put online. Yeah. So I'm like, of course she's going to lash out. But at the same time, I agree. No one is, like, like, saying to her, 
you need to think about what you're doing. Like, she's not protecting herself enough, for sure. And then, like, these, like, repeated, like, like interactions with, like, grown men. Mm-hmm. It's just like I need someone to be like, "Hey, I love you. Let's let's not do this. <laughs> let's." Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Who's your favorite character? Uh, apart from Rue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, because I think we're both gonna see Rue otherwise. Um, I I feel like, and we'll probably talk about this next. Um, after seeing the the specials um ollie okay yeah which feels like a shot in the dark but yeah like i love ollie because yeah he, i mean him and rue are like basically the same person but yeah like on, at different stages like, yeah of yeah. recovery yeah um and like so seeing the special like cemented that for me because beforehand it was probably like it was probably Lexi and Rue. Okay. Um, See, mine is Casey. Google. Really? Because Casey, to me, like, I, the first episode, I was like, oh, okay, she's a dumb blonde. Right? Mm-hmm. And then it was such a subversion when you finally get to her episode and you're like, holy fuck. Yeah. And, like, her story and then you have the abortion section of it and, like, how, like, her mom, like, her and her mom's relationship was so interesting to me. Where, like, I was like, okay, like, she supports her, but also she's like, well, you have to be, like, who I want you to be, like, this whole thing. And, like, yeah. she she wanted to be, like, this skater, but then she was like, well, everyone is putting my body forward before. And I was like, this is such an interesting, like, arc for this character where you think she's one thing, and then you're like, oh, you are so much more than that. But again, she's hiding it so well from every- all of her friends, and only yeah. McKay really sees who she is, but even then, he still sees her body before anything. Yeah. So I'm like, I love her, and like, I want to explore her more, especially after like the abortion episode fucking killed me. Yeah. I was like, whoo! And like, the way her mom and Lexi were so supportive, and like, ugh. Yeah. I honestly, I like, we, I, people talk about ships all the time for the show. And, you know, the straight people are <laughs> are kind of, like, here or there. Um, but, like, if I wanted anyone to, like, get their shit together and, like, actually communicate and work on their things. Like, Mekkei and Casey. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, they work together. Like They, they work well. Them. Yeah. They, they see through each other's bullshit. But, like, mm-hmm. there's so much other things going on that it's hard for them to like be together and i'm just like oh you guys could be so good together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it's whereas with nate and and maddie i'm just like please break up yeah by way of nate going to prison That's yeah, the only way. it's that's literally the only way. I honestly thought he was. I don't know why I played myself thinking he would go to prison, and then like the whole Halloween episode happened, and then it got revealed about Jules, and then we watched her special, and then we're like, "Holy fuck!" This poor girl went through so much that episode. Yeah, which is why I love that. Yeah, um, because you you like I feel like. It's perfect that they did just ruin Jules for the specials um, because there's just so much, especially for Jules, because there's just so much hate and animosity towards Jules because, I mean, I, I can I can see why you someone would be, like, kind of, you know, distant to Jules' character. I, I wouldn't, to the extent of hate, no, but I can see why you would be a little confused about how mm-hmm. she acts sometimes. But getting the Jules episode, you see, oh, okay, this is clearly why she is the way she is. And I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about the special. I feel like we've been turning around them. So let's just. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I wanted people who haven't seen Euphoria, because, like, from other shows, I know that there's, like, a small percentage of people that haven't watched, but there's, like, a lot of people that have not watched Euphoria. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the special. So, well, let's start with Rue. Um, I, the Rue special is probably my favorite episode of television of the last three years. 
It's it was so. It good. is. First of all, I couldn't believe while watching it that it was, like, the same show. I was like, this is so different. And I remember watching it, like, with someone, and then they were like, oh, this isn't, like, Euphoria. I'm like, I love that. Like, it's such different. And then the dialogue, like... The tone is very different. It's so different because it's literally once, like, literally in one space. Mm Mm-hmm. And like it's literally it's just it's literally just Zendaya and Coleman acting the yeah. shit out of a script. Oh my god, it's so good! It's so, so good. good. Uh, even like the moment of silence between them, you, they say mm-hmm. so much without saying anything. Yeah. It, so ugh. okay, so to to give more background, right? Uh, we had two specials released. Um, one for Rue, one for Jules. Um, and the one for Rue, uh, she it's after the finale of the first season, uh, and she comes to the diner and talks to Ali, uh, because she, you know, of course, stopped being sober, um, and is dealing with the fallout of everything that's happened, um. And it's just, it's beautiful. It's, it's heartbreaking and it's beautiful. I feel like those are like the, the two words that describe it perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like watching that special. I was just like, it's, it's, so those two special to me, literally put the full first season into a new light like rewatching mm-hmm. it after watching the first the two special this the seasons is completely different because every action Jules makes now makes sense yeah everything Jules uh, Rue says I'm like am I believing you right now <laughs> are you full on lying to me because like just the, the moment like she tells Ali about the tattoo, I went, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. So everything you've told me could have been a full lie. Mm-hmm. And like, it's also like, it's the first time Rue finally admits that she doesn't want to be here. Yeah. And I think that conversation really, really put things into perspective for Rue. Yeah. The moment um, she tells who, like, Ali asked her, what do you want to be remembered has? And so she just says someone who wanted to be the best version of herself, something like that. I'm paraphrasing, obviously I, that hit me like a fucking brick wall because I was like, I get that. Like someone who was trying, but just couldn't make it. Like it's so real. And the way Zendaya says it so good. Because like Rue, she's, yeah. She's struggling. She's struggling a lot. She is. Uh, and I think that yeah. having this sort of conversation with Ali, uh, it, it shows her that she has to get her shit together. She has to want to get her shit together. Yeah, and she has to do it for herself, not for Jules. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the, the hard part for her is that you know, there is a part of her that wants to be here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's struggling to, like, find that reason for herself. Not for yeah. anyone else, but for herself. And it's interesting because, like, you have that moment where J- Rue is finally, like, understanding she has to do this for herself. And then you have the opposite where you see that Jules has been struggling a lot because she- her mom left. And for yeah. the first time, she didn't have to take care of her. And then all of a sudden, she meets Jewel, uh, She meets Rue, mm-hmm. who's just her mom, but younger, in the term of, like, yeah. you have to take care of me now so I can stay sober. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot to put on a teenage girl who's also struggling with her own identity. It's, it's those it's two... And it's so interesting to think that those two specials probably wouldn't have happened if COVID wasn't a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like those it two special, who puts everything into perspective, never would have happened otherwise. Yeah, like yeah. And then also with the Rue episode, um, like 
in season one we see Ali as like this like very like wise man who's in uh the narcotics anonymous meetings with Jules who like is her sponsor um and like you think that like he has his shit together but like you get to see like he he doesn't I mean like he's estranged from his family um he hasn't seen his daughters in a very long time like he isn't perfect um and I think that Jules not Jules but Rue needed to see that that like while he you know is has gone through the same thing she's gone through he's in no way perfect in that he's still trying he's still here trying every day um so like that conversation of god with 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 her it's you see it on her face yeah which i i love i love about zinday is that one thing she's gonna do she's gonna act with her fucking face yeah Um, yep (laughs) but it's just it's such a heartbreaking episode because i mean not only just with rue you know struggling with suicide and 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 thinking about it and her place in this world and finally admitting Uh, it because yeah she never admits it in the first season Mm-mm. like she skirts around it if yeah um but like this conversation if it's the weight of everything that's happened um coming down on her and and being laid out on the table for her yeah um that like yes there are things happening in your life that you know aren't your fault but there's choices that you're making that mm-hmm. are your fault that yep. you have to take accountability for it. And um, Ali, like, telling her, he's the only one who tells her, like, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, he's like, no, bullshit. Like, you Ooh, are not. Yeah. And, like, when she's like, I'm a horrible person, and he looks at her, I'm like, if you're horrible, I'm the fucking devil. <laughs> like, it's so good. <laughs> like, because he's not putting up with her, and, like, the way she's, like, talking about herself. He's like, you want to talk about yourself that way? Then you have to stop seeing me as this angel. Because I'm as bad as you. I've done shit, too. And, like, it's so interesting. It's it's such uh, it's such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, because then when when we end the episode, uh, you know, she goes home and then, well, no. I, I forget the timeline, but it had everyone in a tizzy. Um, but she sees uh, Jules, and they haven't seen oh, each other. So, Jules left. I, the way I saw it is that she goes to Jules before she goes to meet Ali. Because she, when she's, when the end of the Jules episode where you see Rue... She's like, I have to go meet Ali. And it's Christmas. That's true. So so for me, she sees Jules go to the bathroom to where she's meeting Ali, gets high, and then has that her whole episode. Which makes sense as to why she's like so emotional because she sees Jules for the first time. Mm -hmm. And then that's when Jules sends her the, the music. Because they're finally seeing each other again. Like, seeing each other again in parents, obviously. But... Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I saw it. I don't know if that's how... It's the timeline. But that's how I saw it. After when Rue was like, I have to go meet Ali. I'm like, well, it's Christmas. Because they say Merry Christmas. And then that's that night. Yeah. So... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, wait. I'm, I'm reading on, on Wikipedia. So... Uh, it says, on Christmas Eve, following her relapse, an intoxicated Rue sits at diner with Ali to protect on her addiction, okay? And then for the Jules episode, she has uh, her therapy session on Christmas Eve. Yeah, so, um, so, so, yeah. Okay, that's the timeline. Is that the moment Jules, Rue leaves Jules' house, then we go into her episode. So the episodes are, like, switched around. It should be Jules first yeah. and then Rue in the timeline of things. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I saw it. Because a lot of people were confused. They were like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, she says Merry Christmas. So it's the same day. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, I have to go meet Ali. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. But then we, we get into the Jules episode. Ugh, um, I love that episode. Where, oh, it's it's so good. Um, where she's in therapy. And I mean, she's breaking down 
like how she feels about Rue because I feel like up until you know this point we hadn't really really gotten how Jules feels about Rue like of Mm -hmm. course like there's been the flirting and the kissing and the like the the longing and the tension but like we hadn't truly had Jules be like yes I care for Rue I love Rue um but then also her admitting how hard it is being around Rue yep. and having the burden, you know, of like being that person that keeps Rue sober. Um, yeah. Because then it connects to her mother and her mother also being a struggling addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like seeing like the behind the scenes for that episode of why Jules was having such a hard time that episode and that she wasn't just like brushing people off just because but because her mom literally you know relapsed yeah yep and like the episode where like the that moment where she 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 like is upstairs with her dad and they're like tell she's like you have to he was like to give her a chance and everything and then she finally gives her a chance and goes down and the mom is gone i was like that explains everything Mm-hmm. like everything because like her mom is running away again yeah it's, yeah it's, she's a teenager yeah and like these are like incredibly like tough things to do with at that age um especially when you're also a trans girl mm-hmm. uh, who was put into like psychiatry like in the yeah. because of that like yeah so yeah. it's, it's incredibly stressful for her. And I again, if you have any any issues with Jules, I'm I'm ready to fight you. <laughs> that whole like uh, with the therapist where like they were talking about like sexuality and everything, and like knowing that it was on Hunter like who co-wrote the script and was dealing with our own like sexuality at the time. I was like, this is so good. Like, because like Hunter came out after the episode, it was like, yeah, for the first time I went to a woman too, and I was like, this is so good. Like that's why it felt so real when she was talking about sexuality yeah. and gender and everything. I yeah, know, it's so, good. and then like that also ties to like her like being in love with Tyler, who is the fake on the mm-hmm. first time to date, um, mm-hmm. and it's like I I understand completely because I mean. She she didn't know Nate. No. So she she got this version of him that is completely different, um, completely in her mind, probably fabricated. Mm -hmm. Um, So like for her to like separate that that idea is of course is going to be like hard. Like she was fed this fantasy. and like that was her escape from yeah. all of that was stressing her out. Um and she also believes that like there's a part of Nate that's also Tyler. Mm-hmm. Even though we know there's probably not like yeah, there's probably some, but not really. Yeah. And like it's hard for her to break that apart, right? So Yeah. yeah. I mean, because you know, and I said this earlier, but like, there probably is that that side of Nate. But again, because of who Nate is, mm-hmm. um, it's 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 probably never gonna come out again. Um, yeah, unless something like like I don't know, I don't know what exactly it would take for them to sort of have Nate have this realization that he's a shitty person. Um, because I mean, how do you redeem a character like that that is so far gone in his manipulations and his mm-hmm. uh, little little crimes <laughs> of yeah extortion and beating up guys and like like i I don't know how exactly they go about that. I don't think that I want them to go about that. I want Nate to continue to be terrible because I think he is going to be. Yeah, because there's just no way to redeem that that kind of person. Um, and I don't want it to come at the expense of Jules as well. Because um, mm-hmm. then I would have a whole other problem with Euphoria. <laughs> but 
it, it's just it's interesting that you know she addressed like she's in love with the idea of Tyler while also yeah. realizing that Nate is a terrible human being um, yep. because it, it plays into like how she feels about Rue as well yeah um, it's because she wa- she wants to be with Rue but like it's exhausting and I yeah guess- it's literally like make like making her doubt herself and doubt like everything she knows Ugh, yeah and like Rue is not ready for a relationship either like they're both not ready but like also the they're falling for each other in some like way faster than they probably thought they would but also I'm I want them to deal with it in season two when Rue is sober and is like was my love for Jules drug related or was it just who I am yeah because it, she was still like even if when she was not on drugs she was kind of still on like because she was not like she was still like high most of the times mm-hmm. so i mean i feel like i feel like her feelings are genuine but it's up to rue to like to, work yeah. through that yeah 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 and to come to that realization um especially now because i feel like Rue is going to be down in the dumps about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, because she basically died at the, at the end of the first season. Yeah, like, that version of herself died, where, like, she broke mm-hmm. her sobriety, and mm-hmm. you know, sort of, like, I idealized version of her life kind of broke down. Well, when you think about it, like, Sam has said that if they only had had season one, the ending was meant to be Rue dying and going, like, leaving, and then her falling at the end was her deciding to stay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she has to deal with that now. Like, who found her? Because she OD'd. Yeah. Is it Gia again? Is it her mom? Is it Jules? Like, who? Well, no, Jules gone at that point. Like, they have to deal with that. But also now, she actually will be sober. Or is she gonna be sober? Like it's all these things, like, mm-hmm. and like then you have Fez who like wants her to be so- sober, but also he's a drug dealer. Yeah, which is a whole other thing because I mean, I, honestly, I I don't see Fez as a bad guy. No, right? he's trying to survive. Yeah, he's trying to survive. He's in a situation where drug dealing is the only way he can take care of what of his grandma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I don't I don't blame him for that. And I which is why I love the scene where he tells Rue, like, no, I'm not I'm not opening and the then door. She's banging on his door and she says, You got me hook on these. Mm-hmm. It's your fault. And, like, his face is just breaking down because it's the first time she probably says that to him. Because yeah. it's true. she He enabled her. Like, obviously, she was on a ton of meds before. She took her dad yeah. meds. But after that, he still, like, sold it to her. Mm. Even though he could see that it was slowly killing her. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, it, which is why, like, I love that he takes accountability for that um and that scene because, I mean, again there's not enough accountability no yeah yeah that scene like i remember watching that scene and i was like here's her emmy yeah. and that scene won her that emmy yeah because it was zendaya like we've never seen before like it was so heartbreaking just talking about it i'm like holy fuck that scene and then, I mean, the special as well. I well, the say. special, the, that's because they were nominated for the Emmys and then Coleman tweeted about it and they were like, we were not eligible. So, like I, I was like... I wish, because that's some of the best acting. Well, he would have won. Coleman would have won. Yeah. Because that was some, like... I don't know if they would have given to Zendaya again, especially, like, mm-hmm. because they would probably would have been in Limited... And, like, the limited this year for women is just insane. Um, yeah. But, yeah. It, like, that moment, in, I think it was episode four, that scene where she's like, you did this to me. I literally watched it and was like, here's her Emmy. Yeah. Like, there's no question about it. That is the scene that won her that Emmy. 
and I'm so happy for her because she deserved it. Like it was so like not what we expected from Zendaya. Mm-hmm. And it's funny it's because I feel like it's because her Disney background. Exactly. And it's so funny, like when people are like, oh, like a lot of people now are like, oh, Zendaya's overused, like she's everywhere. And I'm like, she's really not. Her filmography is really small. She's had her Disney stuff, but like because she was so popular already, her first movie was Spider-Man, when you think about it. And then she had the greatest showman. And really, Euphoria was her next project. Yeah. So like it's, it was the first, like, mature thing, like, not Disney-related, not, like, it was her dark, first world dark that was dark. And, like, a lot of people were like, okay, this is, how is she going to do this? And it was so yeah. good. She, and, like, she, she definitely made it to where I was. We, we definitely can't see anyone else being Rue. Like, oh, I, I no. Yeah. 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 I'm... I'm so glad that she accepted that role because it's like any like maybe other Disney actor that was trying to leave would have been like, no, I'm not doing this. This is so off brand for me. Mm-hmm. But she was like, no, this is great. Like, yeah, yeah. It was it was time for her to you know take on a more mature role mm-hmm. be- because she could have like she could have sat and be like, well, I'm in Spider Man. Let me just do big action movies. Yeah, but she was like, "No, I want to actually like try something hard, and like it had to be hard because it's such a heavy subject." Yeah. So, and now, like you look at it, I'm like, I, I like that opened so many doors for her. Hmm. I mean, so, yeah. I, like, I I always like to say booked and busy, but like I I feel like euphoria really pushed Zendaya to be booked and busy mm-hmm. I mean 100% like, I also hope I hope the same for Hunter I haven't like looked she she got cast in a horror movie last week yeah, so I'm I excited saw- yeah I'm excited for that but yeah but I hope even more things come up for I feel like a lot of the other casts are gonna like season two is gonna be when like they really blow up because sen- season one a lot of people were like Zendaya 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 and then I think season two we're gonna explore more of the other characters so yeah yeah it's 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 gonna be interesting to see uh how season two tackles a lot of the things mm-hmm uh, Especially because we have like what, like one or two new characters coming through. I think we have two or three. Yeah, they announced it, and I don't remember. I, I I'm trying to like stay as blind as possible because that's why how I watched season one. I didn't know anything about it, so I kind of don't want to know anything about it. Like, ooh, I I just read who's gonna be in season two. <laughs> like I know Kelvin Harrison Jr. was supposed to be and then he had to pull out because of COVID yeah. it did, and I'm sad because I love him but yeah I'm trying to stay yeah. blind as possible for season 2 I haven't like looked it up anything uh, I'm excited <laughs> for uh, one character yeah yeah <laughs> I'm like, you can be the dark but just know She's kind of iconic. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. So, I think this is a good way to end it for you. Once again, making me stress about who is coming. (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was. So, Uh, what are we talking about next week? God. We're... (laughs) Your voice. Listen, okay. Uh, before I say what we're talking about, okay, I wanna I wanna say that I was on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for years, right? Um, I had a whole other account, and then I saw episode three of Killing Eve, and I was like, "Oh, this is interesting. Let me let me make a whole ass Twitter stan account." For this TV show. And then, you know, that's that's where me and you met through Killing You Stan Twitter. So next week we're talking about <laughs> Killing Eve. Yep. <laughs> Killing Eve. We're gonna do it. 
it's been a long time coming. <laughs> yep. Yep, 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 yep. I'm excited. Uh, we're current, currently filming for its last season, so. I know. Uh, yep. Fun yeah. So we'll see you next. What we need to say. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> uh, so next week, Killing Eve. So we'll see you guys next week. You can find us on our Twitter at ButIsItGayPod and then on our respective Twitter where we talk about everything all the time. Um, so you guys have a great week and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. <laughs>